Louise is a student of ours who has um, done almost every course we offer. So we're in the process of building new courses just to accommodate her, um, to make sure she's got something to do. Um, oh, excellent. <laughs> so, um, Louise, <laughs> it's awesome to have you on. It's a real, a real pleasure to get you on here. And I just wanted to, I want to give you a chance to introduce yourself um and tell people a little bit about just about yourself we'll go into your journey and whatnot in a minute but just a little okay. bit about yourself first oh okay nice to be here thank you for asking me Stu. um yeah it seems a long time ago since um very nervous girl came to see you at um next generation as you were based there weren't you um asking about the um level two etm course um so a little bit about me is um, I, um, at the, um, just before 40, we go back to the beginning, just before the age of 40, I had a minor health scare um, that, that was, it wasn't serious, but it was enough to make me realise that I, I needed to change my lifestyle and, and my habits um, and sort of tackle my uh, weight problem that I that I had um, was very overweight um, and I was genuinely concerned that if I didn't start to do something then I I, I wouldn't see my 40th birthday um, and it was a real real moment of realization for me that I needed to do something genuine fear was there that I wouldn't get to see my 40th birthday and I had a son and a family um, and, I, and I didn't know where to start really um, but I, I started losing the weight um, and that came off um, and I started exercising, um, got to around sort of full stone weight loss, thought I needed to do some exercise to help this, um, but was really quite intimidated about joining the gym, but joined, but had that sort of encouragement from a friend, got myself a personal trainer um, and we carried on chipping away at the exercise and the weight loss. And I think I came to you and I'd lost about seven stone at that point um, and felt that, from what I'd learned and what I'd realised about myself, that I just wanted to get into an industry where I could help other people um, that had those same fears and perhaps intimidations that I had. Um, and I was still losing weight myself, still am losing weight, um, but I just knew that I wanted to show people or encourage people um, and, and help people because I, I, I needed the help and the support and I wanted to sort of make a, a start at being able to help other people knowing that I, how I felt at different times. Yeah, I, that I think sort of succinctly wraps up our, almost our first conversation. I remember um, it was on a break on one of the courses. So I was teaching that day and sort of hopped out to have a chat with you um, in the sort of cafe area and was immediately hit by um, that your kind of uh, I think passion to to achieve something, um, your will to help others, also your vulnerability to a certain degree um, as well in terms of how you felt and you'd had almost a door open for you like, oh, this is this is something that I really enjoy. Like I really enjoy doing exercise. I never thought I would. And it, it I was hit by all those things in a 15 minute conversation. And it's um, yeah. and it, uh, this is part of the reason why I wanted to, to to talk to you because so many people will feel anxious, nervous, vulnerable, um, all those things. Not only because of you know the situation right now where people can't get to the gym is in in the normal way, but also you know just in general. So many people go to the gym and feel like they don't belong, 
and it's um it's a place to go and exercise it's not owned by anybody else so i think that that was one of the reasons i wanted to, to talk to you today um because it's you're an example of that yeah and it is you know without a doubt it is it is intimidating and it is nerve-wracking for people to take that first first step in into a gym um to, to make that first move in saying like, i don't i don't know what to do um and you know and i i was just as nervous you know i would train at 4 30 in the morning um because i didn't want you know i wasn't sure of myself i didn't want people to see me or make a judgment and i and it took me for a while because the sad thing was is like I didn't feel that, um, and I think, you know, it's, tr it's true of a lot of people, you don't, if you don't feel that um, comfortable in a gym or you don't represent what people sort of have that image of, of, of who goes to a gym, um, you think, you know, I, I, people are going to look, people are going to talk, um, you know, I, I'm not wanted in the gym, I'm not that person that represents what, what gyms are there for. But actually, it's, it's people that have those um, those sort of intimidations about going into the gym and that, that nerves that, that we need to reach out to because they're they're the people that that need that help and that encouragement and say you know everybody that works in the gym we're just all normal people as well we all have our own sort of ups and downs and struggles and um and and that's you know and I think sort of what I wanted to show is that normal people or, or what people that's not the right word but you know that that moving away from that stereotypical image um if i can teach a class you can come to the class and, and do that um, um and that that's really what i wanted you know and it was huge steps for me to sort of get over that is that you know it was a long time before i had the confidence to train in the gym at during the Peak day unless i was with my personal trainer um pardon p at peak times Yes, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, as I said, you know, um, 4.30 in the morning, 5am, you know, I was in, out, nobody saw me, very yeah. self-conscious, um, you know, and, and that's, and, and that's what we need to sort of try and help people with and overcome those, those hang-ups really, um, yeah. so, so that's, that was, it, yeah, but you, you just, and then you get more confident and you start sort of, you know, that little nod from people that you get in the gym or that little smile that you get. Um, it, it's all, it's all worthwhile. It, it just, you know, you think, oh, that, that's lovely. And then you get to them and, and then you start to feel a part of that. And it's lovely. Yeah. It does. It, it's all about, for me, it's all about community. The whole, all of this is about community. Yeah. And, you know, being able to build that in, you know, in, in what we do, we try and build a community. So you can always come and speak to us and have a chat and run any sort of fears or nervousness about, I'm thinking about this career move or that career move or whatever. I, I want to be available for people for that. But also in any gym, if you're going to survive in a, in a market that, I mean, how many gyms has Swindon got? 20? Yes, yes, I counted them up recently. To, not, not, yeah, just literally, I was like, wow, there's, you know, you know, it wasn't like that a few years ago, was it? But yeah, there's, there's twenty. Yeah. So, right they, yeah. so if you think about that number, how do I differentiate myself and stand out? You mm. have to build a community and a team um, that when you walk yeah. in the door, you're not anonymous. That people want you there, welcome you there, and and make you feel like happy to be there. And it's that's the most important aspect, I think, in terms of being a successful gym. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's really important that um, when you walk into a gym, the team's there, there's that feeling, that community, that everybody is welcoming. Um, and then within that team, 
there's little pockets of extra support and encouragement and knowledge that can help you more individually if you choose so it's it's not just about what we all do individually but it's you know it's that initial that initial um team of people that are there to welcome them um to the gym and make that you know give them the help and the encouragement that they need make them feel um that they are part of the gym you know every gym needs their members also you know that's that's what we're you know um but it's those little pockets of support that we can go on to offer people and i and i think that's regardless of whether it's personal trainers or instructors um that's a really important part of that gym and that that building at the community yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I've absolutely loved since I've become an instructor is you would see people lining up outside a studio, but they didn't really talk. They were just waiting for the class. And one of the things that I absolutely love is that you then see how people get to, you know, you encourage the class to partake, to talk to one another. And then certainly, but surely as you're approaching the class, they're all talking, they're all waiting, they're getting there a few minutes earlier. And that's as rewarding for me as an instructor as actually teaching the class that make everybody, you know, hot and sweaty, yeah. um, is to see, you know, those people that didn't talk to one another are now getting to the gym 10 minutes earlier so they can have a chat. And, and that is lovely. That is, you know, it's not just about the class or the session, is it? It's, um, it's another branch of, of that support system. Yeah, I agree. And, and in terms of like with, with people not being able to go to the gym right now and so on, I think it's interesting, like how, how many people you see on social media, the amount of people that have classes going on online mm. and they're still successful and still thinks that people are still running these classes with 10, 15 people in them because people want that community still. They still want that aspect, um, even, even in these sorts of times, or even, I'd say even especially in these sorts of times. Absolutely, yeah. it's not. It's not just about um, sort of doing the class of genetic exercises, getting those squats in. Is it? It's, it's about that 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 contact, that social interaction of seeing those people. Um, you know, the gym's putting on their own classes. It's people that you might see on a weekly basis, or it might be new people that you met through those online classes. Yeah. But it's um, it's everything that comes along with with doing that that exercise and going to those sessions it's that social interaction um and i think that's even more so important at the moment where everybody um is is either self-isolating or, or suddenly working from home you know i personally i've gone from working in, a, in an office of you know four five hundred people to, to to working at home on my own and 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 it's those classes in that social interaction that becomes even more important so um, definitely with the online classes they've they've been really good i think for a lot of people not just for the exercise but you know for the, the mental health as well yeah yeah it, and we touched on this before we went live we we, we touched on you know your your journey and one of the things that, you, that struck me was you said that it's not all been successful and i think that that as well is is important for people to realize it that it a to B doesn't look like a straight line. Like that success doesn't look like a straight line. There's ups and downs along the way. And that could be whether you're in your career, but it also could be in your weight loss journey or whatever your fitness yeah. patterns are. Um, so talk to me a little bit about, about that. Okay. Um, so, so overall weight loss at uh, the very most was just a real and stone. Um, yeah, first off, that's And that's yeah, to be quite honest, I... <laughs> It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, 
yeah I, I I forget that I mean you know and as as do most people you forget what you've done and you tend to remember what you haven't done or what you still have left and, and that's wrong we should always you know we read it we see it we see it on social media we see it on the post don't we you know don't forget where you've come from or what you've achieved don't you know but we're all we're all guilty of that aren't we but we, we shouldn't we should always remember what we've done um, and what we've achieved, not not what's still still ahead, really. Um, and I, you know, and as I said, you know, the 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 weight started coming off, you know, really well. Um, and the exercise certainly helped that. And I loved the feeling of getting fitter. Um, and and then I wanted to test myself, and I wanted to do things um, that perhaps I think. I wanted to show myself and other people that I was prepared to push myself and do things that you wouldn't perhaps me to do. Um, and I, I think we've, we've spoken before where I did, I did two triathlons um, a year apart. Um, I trained for the first one to give myself that. No one's going to expect a girl that's, you know, I'd lost, I think, about seven, uh, about, no, about five, six stone at that point. Um, but I still, you know, I still had a good 10 stone to lose then, realistically, Stu. And, you know, and I wasn't just, I, you know, you didn't expect me, you know, my PT added, and I was like, oh, I've decided we're, we're going we're gonna to train for a triathlon. And, um, you know, that was. <laughs> Um, but it was just pushing yourself out of that bubble, really, um, out of that comfort zone. Um, so that that really helped. That motivated me to keep training, getting to that training routine. Um, you know, if you need to train for something like that, you need to lose the weight, you need to get your fitness levels up. So that was a really good um, goal for me to have. Um, you know, wasn't pretty, it wasn't glamorous on the day, but I, you know, we crossed that finish line and we, you know, and it was and it was really good and it kept me going. And then I was like, I'm gonna do the same triathlon next year, but I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna do it quicker, I'm gonna be fitter, and that kept me going for the weight loss. Um and then by the time we did the the, the second triathlon, um I'd lost nine stone by um and I'm not half an hour off the time. So that kept me motivated. So it was little goals like that all the time. And, and and it went quite you know the, the sort of three years where I lost that um, the, the eleven stone uh, was good um, completely changed my life for not wanting to go out not wanting to socialise you know, friends that stand by you for making all the excuses for not going out because I just didn't want to go out there were just hangups there generally about my weight and my appearance what people might say feeling awkward too. I wanted to be part of groups. I wanted to push myself. Um, so that completely changed everything for me. Um, and that's that's why I wanted to pass those feelings, you know, that, that encouragement onto other people. Um, from going from somebody that thought, I'm not going to make my 40th birthday to doing two triathlons was, I want other people to feel like that. Um, but it was easy, as you said. Um, I sort of had, you know, and then sort of a little few struggles come in. It is keeping that motivation. It is keeping those habits. Um, I've had some injuries. I've had a car accident, an operation. Um, and you learn and you, you, you need to still look after yourself, still prioritise your own training. And um, we get those little knockbacks. Um, 
but but you still keep going and there are times I feel quite self-conscious that sort of I've you know for the last 18 months I've yo-yoed up and down that that weight scale a little bit um but I love teaching and I hope that it took me a little while because I was hoping that was an example to people. I felt probably a little bit of pressure that I put on myself. That was an example to everybody, you know, don't, don't worry, just go to the gym, do your training. You, you know, you belong there um, to, should I still be teaching if I'm struggling? Do people still have that um, sort of respect for me as a teacher? But yes, they do. You know, they, they, because everybody else struggles as well. Um, and, you know, I still have to, you know, the, I'm, you know I still have weight to lose now my fitness levels have dipped a little bit but they're coming back lockdown has helped me sort of have another look at what I want to do where do I want you know what, what goals can I have and looking after myself a little bit um, but everybody's own journey is their own and again that's something else we 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 see and we hear um, and we just need to, to remember that and be a little bit more gentle with ourselves really um you know because i you know i had a lot of weight to lose um you see a lot of these things where people do feel they do this and that and that happens and but it isn't it's it's a slow steady consistent approach to those habits mm. um you know because motivation and willpower is brilliant um but you know sometimes they they will run low some days and it's those habits and routine that overtake um, and it took me a long time to realise that. And you you have to learn it and you have to realise it. And we'll come at different stages and different times for people. Um, but where that, you know, you use that willpower and that motivation to start with in those little goals and those targets. Um, and eventually they will become routine and habits. And that's that's what keeps you going. Or that's what I've learned. Yeah, I think, I think it's... Um... Not, I've waffled there. No, I've listen, waffled. listen, it's great. Yeah. Do you know what? It's it's nice to let you explore, um, explore mm. your your thoughts and feelings on it because you probably mm. haven't actually said a lot of this out loud. When no, I have you. So it's, I think <laughs> yeah. it's important to let um, you. And it's yeah, and and yeah. To let you feel it through. The the, the thing I think you you said about the consistency aspect. I, I've I've said this forever. If you go absolutely 100% effort for, you know, a year, you're going to achieve something. But if you can go 80% effort and you do 80% of the right things over the rest of your life, you'll achieve way more. So giving yourself a bit of leeway at times, I think is so vital. And I think not to say it's easy, because I know you're, you know, it's absolutely not easy, but I, I can almost guarantee you found the first three years where you lost, I think it was, you said it was six or seven stone. You probably found that e- an easier journey than the subsequent yep. years, because it, at that yes. point you have the focus to, to well, I'm, I'm, I'm on this journey and it, it's coming off me, so fantastic, and which keeps the motivation high. But when you hit your first stop point and plateau, you probably then go, yep. Oh, and now I'm defined by this identity of I'm Louise, the weight loss girl. I've lost all this weight and this and that. And I've got this pressure now to succeed in that aspect and to carry on with that journey. And if you have a bump in the road, it's easy to to fall off that um, and feel more pressure. Absolutely. And and it's particularly, you know, um, as as you know, I'm, I'm, 
I've trained it. I'm a member at KISS and that's where I work as the studio manager as well. I'm surrounded by this, this team of PTs and staff that have supported me right and encouraged me and been amazing since I've been a member through to them becoming a part of, of the team. Um, I've met loads of people through T2, still in touch with the, you know, some of them or the instructors. And you're surrounded by all these people that you know have the knowledge and the support and they're your friends and your colleagues and they will help you. But there is a pressure when you're in, when you're in this industry, when you're an instructor, when, when you've done all of T2's <laughs> courses and you're um, a professional and qualified, um, I felt there were still times when I needed help and support but sometimes it's, it's a little nerve-wracking asking for that because you think, but I've done all the courses, I am qualified, I, I, sh I know what to do, but I'm actually really struggling to, I can encourage and motivate other people, I know what, you know, but I've lost a little bit of that for me. So, and you put that pressure on yourself and, um, you know, sometimes we need to sort of remind ourselves that, just because we know doesn't necessarily mean that we have um that 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 motivation you know all the all, all the um all confidence uh sorry um yeah to, to 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 reach out because you don't want you don't want sort of people to sort of think well you should know yes i do know but actually i'm, I'm just struggling at the moment and i need and i need some help so it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, if you're, if you're part of the, the, the you know, if you're, if you're an instructor, that we, we, it's really to emphasise, you know, we still have our own hang-ups and our own struggles and, and difficult, difficult times. Um, you know, sort of part of the last 18 months, two years, um, I, different issues sort of, you know, where I was sort of feeling probably putting the pressure on myself. Um, um, I started um, suffering with anxiety and panic attacks, which had not been something that I'd suffered with before. Um, sort of sometimes out of the blue, or sometimes I could tell that they were coming. Um, so you could feel that anxiety sort of building up. And it could happen on occasion, like literally just moments before I'm about to teach a class, because you start doubting yourself about, should I still be teaching? Am I a good example? Um, you know, should I be going to go and teach this? class to these people um can they see that i've put on weight can they see that i'm struggling um and i'm thinking i'm letting them down but the full studio that i have of people waiting to take my class should tell you otherwise but sometimes it's hard to to take that you know so we're our own worst enemies sometimes aren't we so yeah. all the all the facts are around us all those people all those support systems all that encouragement um but You've got to keep that that self belief sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think, and 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 that's what you need to remember. You know, I think the the, the interesting thing as well is it's very um, weight weight loss is a, is very much <clears throat> a numbers and figures game. So yeah. it's you know if you if and I've said that I mean obviously in your situation it was a case of yeah I've got a lot of weight to lose I need to lose weight for my health. So you, yep. you knew that yep. when you came into it. But like yep. when, when you then go so far down a path and your and like I said before, your identity is in, is in that a little bit at that time, it's difficult to then separate. If you put 
two pounds on are you less valuable now like because because your identity and your self-value seems to be tied up in that number or the other way around would you give yourself credit if it was two pounds down so a lot of the time i think people are if you tie up too much emphasis in exactly what the numbers say it's easy to lose the value in the person stood in front of you and i think it's really important that we kind of like you said before recognize where i've come from and where i am and know that two pounds weight gain two pounds weight loss can happen through you know a couple of meals because of water retention and things like this so the understanding of yep. those aspects is really important but you can also then relay that to people who are struggling with that too so it's um it's a very interesting journey when it comes to weight loss because it's um the the composition of body fat and so on is such an important factor and yet often and you're in a different position now but often people will only look at what the scale says and lose and forget the other values that they have yeah so i think that's important to remember too absolutely and it is a shame and it and it takes time i think for people you know because we all want an indication of if you're if you're trying to lose weight um that that scale is what's in front of you that is you know people take that as a definite um feedback of how of how you're getting on um because i think that's traditionally what what all the focus has been on but i think what's really good now is there is so much focus and so much sort of education coming out there that actually um you know what i've learned myself is sleep top of the list got to get those you know that that sleep habit those routines nutrition um your, your own mental health time to relax and just look after you and your training you know so i think it's really good that um having the education out now um and the realization that it's okay to take a little bit longer and it's okay to allow for those other things as well um, and the scales aren't the only thing, you know, do I feel happier? Do I feel more rested? Am I um, less anxious about things? That's just as important. Um, you know, do I feel confident about going out with my friends? Um, I might, you know, for me, it was like, I'm actually going out with my friends, you know, but yeah, you know, I sort of going off on a bit of a tangent. I love films. I absolutely love going to the cinema. It's one of my favourite pastimes. But I would say probably for about three or four years, I couldn't go to the cinema because of my weight, because I couldn't comfortably fit in a cinema seat. Mm -hmm. um, and it would be a struggle to sit, to sit comfortably, and then to be able to get out of the seat without sort of feeling like I was causing um, people to look at me. Um, I remember sort of having bruises on the side of my legs, you know, by the last time that I went the gym so for me now every time I go to the cinema is a victory for me and it's a reminder of what I've done um, so it's little things like that it isn't necessarily the scales anymore so if people say to me Lou do you want to come to the cinema I don't have to think of really crappy excuses to some of my closest friends now to say no because no one wants to say to people I can't fit my bum into the cinema chair yeah. We, we, you know, no one wants to say that, in honesty. But uh, you know, so it isn't just about the scales. It's you know, it's and that's that's sort of you know probably the the 
the, the first thing that I can think of is what's a non-scale victory for me being able to go to the cinema anytime I want to you know so it's those little things that you have to you know and you know and another thing you know if people want to know sort of you know how work can affect some people that they may not even think about you know the barbecues that I turned down because like plastic chairs were like a nightmare for me well I get in them well I get out of them will you know will they take me um you know when I first passed my driving test everybody would normally be like oh, I've passed my driving test let me take you anywhere I couldn't do that because because of my weight because of my size I had to buy um, an extension to my seat belt and I didn't want anybody to see that because although I was so those little moments which should be a triumph you um you can't celebrate it's it's you know because there's there's still an embarrassment or still a stigma attached to it um and i think it's it's little things like that that perhaps people don't don't realize perhaps you know people you know are struggling with or that that is an issue um but it's also you know but as i say going back those are really good examples for me now of non-scale victories as we call them you know what i love um, praise what a great <laughs> phrase that's brilliant non-scale um, victories yeah <laughs> um, that's brilliant and, and these little things you know yes i will go out with my friends i will go socializing and um i can go to the cinema and you know so those little things that you have to and i think that's important you know that if you're well, perhaps only someone that you you try and get you you find out what apart from wanting to you know when the clients will come to you and they want to lose weight or they you know want to tone up or they want to do whatever i think sometimes it's it, you 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 need to find out why what what's behind that because until you thought you know sort of tackle those for me um didn't matter at one point how much i was squatting or deadlifting or how many classes i was teaching there were still like some of those little issues that, that needed to be sorted, you know, to still be sorted out. So, um, so that, yeah, so you need to um, me... sort of hang on. It's not just a figure. It's No, that sort of brings me to my next, the next thing I want to talk to you about, because if you've got so, like, someone in your position looking to lose a lot of weight, what, what approach, because that's what people are going to be listening to as well, is what approach did you take? Did you focus on... Um, more nutritional aspects did you mm. focus on lots and lots of cardio did you do weight training what approach did you take and what was your kind of training philosophy behind it okay um i first started it was it was a while that i'd lost some weight i actually went to um a swimming club to start off with um well no um i, I joined slimming world okay um because at that time for me i knew that i needed help mm. when you're looking at sort of any weight loss and i think you know particularly a large weight loss you're like where do i go where do i start when you're looking at losing as i was somewhere in the the, the, the region of 15 stone you think where, where do i even start with this yeah. you know even though you read lots of articles that say break it down to half stones i'm like do you know how many half stones i need to lose and how long that could take and and you you look you look at you look at how much you have to do 
um, and not break it down. So, so that's how I I went because um, at that point, you know, I I didn't want to go to a gym. I was too embarrassed to go to a gym. I didn't think that there was a personal trainer that would be able to help me um, because they all help really fit people, right? Yeah. No, they they don't. But that that was the impression that that I had. Um, but you know, personal trainers are there to get really fit people even fitter. They're not there to help people like me, um, you know, because I sort of, you know, when I first, you know, when I first met my my personal trainer, Adam, I wouldn't meet him in the gym. He had to meet me outside of the gym. Um, and we had a chat and we made the appointment for the first gym session the following week. And I waited all week for him to cancel because I felt that he would feel that he wouldn't be able to help me. And because I was sort of so overweight, so unfit, um, that I was almost a lost cause. Um, and that was from nothing that he had said, but that was my own sort of value of my, of myself at that time. Um, and, and, and that obviously that, that changed. And um, I, I, going back, I'd, I'd been to the slimming club and I'd lost um, some weight then, but I was sort of very much following what they told me to do didn't have sort of really have any um, guidance or information given to me on sort of exercise or habits or undoing what you've done or learning from, from it. It was just follow this and you'll be okay. Um, but then over time, once, once I'd started sort of taking more information and reaching out to help for, for more specified help, just changing small habits to you, like drinking water, upping your daily steps, just little habits to start off with, um, cutting down on the rubbish um, that you're eating, um, just making small improvements to that nutrition um, that helped me no end because of the, you know because of the weight that I lost obviously the less weight you have the more you sort of fine-tune from, from the beginning really but for someone that's you know that you, you, if you're looking at someone that's got a lot of weight to lose and you go in all guns blazing right from the start I don't think that will work because there's obviously a lot of reasons why you know there's been a lot of time to get to that weight so you need to start and making small changes and creating small habits um, to start off with so that they are maintainable and you can get that consistent habit in earlier rather than trying to take on too much. Mm. Um, then it was sort of looking more at what I was eating, learning about calories in, calories out, creating that deficit. Um, For me, it was a real eye-opener that you, know, you don't burn 2,000 calories on that. How many calories they burn as they're exercising and um, that, that sort of that mentality, like being to the gym, it's okay. So it's all, I think for me, it's giving those little pieces of information bit by bit, making those little tweaks, creating those small habits and then taking the bigger steps um, and bringing it all, all together because I think too much too soon is very overwhelming. Mm. It's not manageable and it's hard to keep it consistent. Um, you know, so get your sleep, drink of water, get your steps up, get that daily activity up, um, start fine tuning that nutrition. Um, and, and making steps like that and then creating the exercise and then changing that we did um we didn't do a lot of cardio to start off with in all honesty um but that was probably for me at the time you know there was a lot of weight on those you know 
we did a little bit of cross trainer work um but i was probably stepping stone down before we started doing a little bit of running and stuff um so it, you know in terms of but it was a it was a good mix of everything really which i know sounds very general um but at that time it's not just about the weight my lack of fitness it was also about sort of confidence and nerves and, and overcoming that really so it's a whole sort of a whole package of things you have to tackle really and and do it in small stages and then bring in those bigger steps when when people are ready yeah i think it's important to discuss because um you know i think i think i talk to people about the uh, markets that they want to go into and the sort of clients mm. they want to train and it i think it's almost looked at at times as well weight loss is a simple market because it's just it's mm. do more exercise and it's calories in against calories out but actually you've unpacked a huge amount of other stuff there confidence mm. issues self-worth problems um small habits all these things that the trainer should be aware of it's not a mm. case of just chipping away at the excess weight it's all the other things you need to be able to provide that person so it's not a yeah. it's it sounds simple but it's not an easy thing to do and i think that that's quite an important point because i think you can you can easily convince yourself that oh this market's simple because they've got weight to lose so therefore mm-hmm. as long as they put them on a calorie deficit they'll lose um whereas you might yeah. Training a triathlete as well, that's a little bit more difficult because it's very specific and the energy systems and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, actually, you've got a lot of tools at your disposal when it comes to weight loss. You could focus more on cardio, you could focus more on weight training, you could focus more on nutrition, but it's the underlying things that you've got to also unpack that are important. Um, so, I think that's a really interesting point you just made. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think you did, it's fantastic. Do you know what, Lou? I, I think um, just as a final point to you, what would be your kind of yeah. top tips for anybody who? What's your top tips for yourself five six years ago? Let's talk. Let's do that. Five six years ago, um, I did, um, just wish that I'd perhaps taken that first step in getting. Um, getting into a gym and incorporating exercise um in, into my uh weight loss journey that little bit earlier really um in terms of giving you that spark that energy um and and to help with that 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 motivation that you get from the from the, from the weight loss because i think um the combination of the weight loss and the exercise gives you that um that that feel you know that good feeling um that you get from one or the other but that that confidence that you get not just from losing weight but from being able to sort of you know go a little bit further a little bit faster on the treadmill but that that's what i i needed really was that that feel somebody say it's okay you do belong in a gym you are allowed to go to a gym um so I wish, you know, that I would say to anybody now, you, you have, you, you know, you're as much as a member of, of a gym as the next person. Um, and I absolutely promise you that any exercise will make you feel better. You know, once we've been on lockdown, um, that's the one thing that I've encouraged friends um, and people that I've stayed in touch with that are really missing the gym, saying at the very minimum, get out do some steps, get some fresh air, 
because you I promise you 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 will feel better um and I think where you know at the start of the journey I was so focused on that scale and that figure that if I had a bad week because the scale told me that I had a bad week um that stayed with me Mm. but I've never and I know it sounds like a real chase to you but I have never left a gym or a class thinking that was a waste of time or feeling rubbish and I mean that I've you know I never have um so I I I think um that that's what I'd wish that I had that you know that that exercise and that 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 little bit of fitness um, component you know in in amongst it earlier really you know be you'll be okay you can you can walk through through that gym door it's you know you'll be all right so yeah um, I don't know whether I've expressed that very well or where no, I've yeah. but it's just that feel, you know, that if I could, if I could tell people how they could explain, you know, how they would feel, um, yeah, the first few sessions are going to be absolutely nerve wracking and you're going to feel sweaty and shaking. And, but actually you will also feel on a high when you leave because each time you've pushed, just, I don't care how long you've been going to the gym, each time you want that little bit more all the time, you know, that, that's still there for, for me now um and it's that that the scales can't give you so that's what i really you know sort of encourage people um you're taking a bit more ownership a bit more control of yourself by doing that showing yourself you can you can do something not just have the discipline to eat a little bit less but you can do you can do something with your body and with your person which is really strong really powerful Absolutely, yeah, and you'll push it in by going to the gym and, and sort of exercising, whether it's, you know, with, with a personal trainer or on your own or in a class. You know, we can all prepare our food at home. We can weigh our food at home. We can weigh ourselves at home. But you'll push yourself out of that comfort zone a little bit more by going to the gym and partaking either in your own session or, you know, a class. Um, and that, whilst it might be a little bit nervous and cause you a little bit, you know, a bit, a bit anxious to start off with, that's only going to help that confidence and that self-esteem more each time. Um, you know, so yes, we all have that comfort at home, but by sort of going outside, um, even if, you know, by going to the gym or by just going outside for what you're going to come into contact with people, you're, you know, so whether you're, you're taking yourself out of your comfort zone in terms of what you do at the gym or just going outside and sort of saying hello to someone where you might not even, you know, you sort of perhaps don't have the confidence to do that before. It's just, it's many things like, a little bit happier for yourself yeah um because you've done something that you wouldn't have done if you had stayed at home yeah um, i think it's brilliant i think um i want to just thank you for your for your time um and just for your kind of honesty and in, in, in the conversation I, i'm really really proud of what you've achieved um and I, I you should be absolutely should be and not just in weight loss but in your career okay. i think it's fantastic um so and i'm sure people will absolutely love to hear this story so thank you for your time oh no thank you very much Stu, and thanks to t2 because it's thanks to all the courses